Welcome to the Explore More podcast, where we hope to entertain, educate, and inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into the outdoors. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kate. We're best friends bringing you all things adventure so you can explore more. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at exploremore.podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Explore More Podcast. We're really excited you're here with us again. Um, Today, it's just Kate and I. So um, I'm Sarah. And Kate, back again. Again, again. Again, again. (laughs) And um, this episode, we're going to be talking about kind of all things winter, preparing for winter, things you can do in winter, and just it's really a perfect time before the snow like really hits to start new habits and get into the right mindset of like what could happen in winter. Um, so yeah, we're really excited to share some tips and tricks and things that help us get through winter with all of you. Yes, exactly. And like not only get through winter, but like actually have a good winter and like thrive, like use it, use it to your advantage because so many people dread it and we want it to be a season that, like, it probably won't ever be as great as summer, but even something that you might look forward to because yeah. you can do all these things. The biggest thing is, first and foremost, reframe the dread of winter to embracing it and focusing on what you can control. So, like, if you live in a place where there's four seasons, it's okay to feel how you're feeling about winter, but, like, don't add to it with like a bad attitude essentially. So like if you're sad or whatever, that's okay. Don't judge yourself for how you feel. But at the same time, really shift your focus from like having everything focused on winter being something that's completely out of your control to like, what can I do to make this better? And like, how can I embrace it? How can I look at this through a different lens? Um, What might be some things that I can do myself that can make this a more fun season? Yeah. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I know that's really difficult because a lot of people just hate winter and it's like mm-hmm. it's cold, it's dark, especially if you live in northern Idaho, and it can suck. But we're hoping that some of these things that we're about to talk about can maybe help you get out of that mindset, like Kate said, and actually be excited about winter. Um, for me personally, my biggest thing during winter is like movement and fitness. Like that's the main thing that gets me through winter. It's my time to like really focus on getting ready for the next hiking season. And that in itself pumps me up and gets me like super stoked for winter. Cause I know I have six months to really prepare and be ready for the next season. And a lot of that has to do, I know we've talked about this before on our podcast is shifting your mindset from working out for how you look to working out to be able to move your body and do the things that you're wanting to do like climb mountains or you know rock climb or hike or swim just any of those things preparing your body for those things instead of saying oh I think I'm too chunky I need to look skinnier Mm -hmm. so just shifting your mindset in the way you're working out is like such an accomplish in its own and 
that's a big part of it. And then another like good motivation factor. I know when I lived in Colorado, I lived in Colorado Springs and Pikes Peak was like right there looking up at me every freaking day. And so I would look at that and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I was on my way to the gym at like 15 degree weather. I look up at Pikes Peak and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go sweat my butt off so I can climb mountains like that. Mm-hmm. And just finding something like that, that can motivate you every day. I know Kate and I, this last year, we both switched our watch screens to a picture of a hike that we wanted to do. And so stuff like that, like switching the background on your phone or your watch, something that's a daily reminder that I am moving my body so I can accomplish something like this, not so I can be skinny or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. It, it really helps switch your mind, switch your mindset to just a, a more motivating way to work out. Yeah. And it's almost like training and like training. You don't have to be like a collegiate level athlete to train. It's like, how can you train your mindset? How can you train your body? How can you train your habits? How can you train your patterns or like nutrition, everything? How can you train that just to live your personal, most optimal life? You don't have to be like, like I said, a division one athlete or some something like that, like move and like train, train so that you can become better at the things that you want to go do, you know? So, and and like we've talked about before, it doesn't have to be like Olympic weightlifting, like do yoga, like just, just mm -hmm. anything, you know? And, um, any kind of intentional movement, like people play, like I know people that like play pickleball or they do hula class, like hula dancing classes or Pilates or, like dance classes or like literally any kind of intentional movement, like find something that you really enjoy doing and then cultivate that like habit of whatever it is. It doesn't have to be specifics. Like it doesn't have to be going to a gym, but just intentional movement. Like that's the biggest thing. Yep. Yep. And it could even be like playing with your kids or starting off, you know, like going out and playing with your dogs, your family, your friends, anything Mm -hmm. like that, that kind of gets you in to movement. Like, I, I guarantee if you're moving your body in some way, you're going to feel so much better about your surroundings. Yes, for sure. For sure. And also like the whole reframe of embracing winter. Think of it like this might sound silly to some people, but I'm going to build on this like sport analogy or like training analogy. But think of winter as like your off season. And maybe you're someone who's like really into winter sports and you don't really get an off season. And I don't think this podcast episode is for you because you probably already have winter figured out. But if you're someone who doesn't, who's not already very established in like winter hobbies, think of it as the off season to get ready to like launch your spring, summer and fall hobbies even further. So Mm -hmm. it's like you have to have like in any kind of training aspect ever you have to have off seasons when you rest and you like reset and you really sit down and you think about like okay what are my goals for the next season what do I want to do to get there like think of it as an off season and that's yeah. embrace that like embrace that rest period I know it's it's really hard for a lot of like people who like to push themselves but yeah just totally switch that mindset to like how can I rest to become better go further explore more like what are my goals? You know, all that kind of stuff. It's like the perfect time to really like focus on yourself mm-hmm. and kind of a pre like new year and the 
like thinking about the goals that you want to achieve for the next year and taking winter to get ready for those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like with that too, like reflect on how, what, sometimes I feel like it's really easy to forget what you've done. And so like, like reframe and then like reset for future stuff and then reflect back on like everything you did accomplish. Like Sarah and I both, this last year was so crazy for both of us, but there were so many pockets of like amazing milestones that we hit within that. And it's like, you really want to be thankful for that while you cultivate the new goals moving forward. Yeah. But anyway, so, okay. So one of the next ones that we have on here is to connect with people. And I feel like with the holidays, it kind of happens naturally, but I don't really want to get into the holidays too much. Cause like for a lot of people, it's like obligatory for the holidays. So it's like, besides the holidays, like find time to connect with the people that you love and whether it's like game nights or just like getting together and watching movies or like FaceTiming if you're far distances or anything like that, but just like take the time to connect to the people in your life that you love. And yeah. like for me personally, I mentioned game nights. That's like my husband and I and our family, like, we do game nights all the time in the winter and mm-hmm. we love it so much. And that's, it's just something to look forward to. And it's like laughter and you get that energy from everybody else. And it's a lot more uplifting than just like sitting in your home and watching TV, I guess. So yeah, I highly encourage you guys to connect with people. And if you don't have a community around you, look for them, like reach out, yeah. and, you know, it's scary to make new friends, but Sarah's really good at making friends online. Like, reaching out on Facebook, becoming part of Facebook groups or something like that. And just cultivating relationships with people that have similar interests to you that are like positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like during summer, that's hard to do because it's always so busy. You're doing Mm -hmm. a million things and winter's a really good time. Like you said, to just focus on that connection with family and friends that you normally don't really get the time with. And especially for me living like on the road (laughs) I don't have, I don't get to see my family very often. So never take that for granted when you are close to family and friends and people that share the same interests, because not a lot of people either have that or not a lot of people have the opportunities to do that. So, um, really, really try to get some good memories and, um, things like that. Cause like I said, not a lot of people can. Yes. And the, like, just don't ever think, like, oh, yeah, I'll do that later. Like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. Really takes time to cultivate the relationships around you because you never know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't want to get all sad, but life can yeah. life can hit you Change full speed quick. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, another thing on our list um, is switching things up in the kitchen. During winter, I feel like you usually have a little bit more free time. Um, so trying like your recipes or trying things that you wouldn't normally do, um, when things are crazy, this is such a perfect time to maybe try to make healthier options, um, on the nutrition side and research, you know, things that might help your body and perk you up a little bit. Cause I know I'm such like a food person and finding new recipes and stuff is always so like uplifting. So if you can take a little time to maybe switch up some of your daily things (laughs) that you normally make, it might make a difference as well. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said about like having nutrition, like what's the word I'm trying to think of 
having nutrition be something that nourishes you during the winter. Yeah. Like, and like Sarah said, like get creative in the kitchen, look for new recipes, healthier alternatives, you know, or just like turning like traditional junky comfort food into something that's like nourishing food for you. That's so comforting, like warm soups or, you know, like different dishes that like feel like feed your soul and actually like, yeah, make you feel good. And it's easy, especially with two major holidays to really get like sunk into nasty, not nasty. I mean, they're delicious, but like not (laughs) super great for your body. Um, And I'm not saying don't do that because I mean, I'm going to do that, but like (laughs) try to limit yourself. And then on the other days outside of the holidays, try to focus on maybe creating more nutritious meals for yourself. Yeah. And don't, it's not like an all or nothing mindset either. It's like a lot of people are like, Oh, it's November. I'm going to have Thanksgiving. So I'm going to throw out all health, like all health focus aside. Cause I'll just get back on it in January 1st. And it's like, okay, in reality, Thanksgiving is one day. Christmas is one day. And then you have leftovers maybe. So it's like, okay, give yourself that like delicious treat of just like indulging and eating like all the yummy things during the holidays. But don't give it the all or nothing mindset of like, oh, I'm going to screw up. So I'm just going to screw like the whole last two months of the year. Like make make it choice by choice. And like maybe one day you get in the kitchen and you create something that's like delicious and healthy. And then the next day it's Thanksgiving and you indulge and you have a great time. Like it just doesn't have to be that all or nothing. You guys can really just take it choice by choice and make a little bit healthier choices here and there. Yeah. And I think that's such a good reminder for just everything in life. Like even when we talked about movement, like move your, move your body as much as you can. And if one day you don't, that's fine. Don't think, Oh my gosh, I just screwed up my entire winter, my six month plan or whatever, because I didn't move this one day. Just know that that's the day your body needed some rest and then hype it back up again the next day. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing mindset. And I think that's what really kills people all the time is they mess up once and they think, Oh my gosh, I'm done. Like I just messed up and now I have to start from scratch. You don't just start over the next day. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And with that too, like, so we're going to kind of like switch over into activities that you can do in the winter, but, and that goes along with the movement. Cause like your body is meant to move. Like we've said this a million times, your body is made up of pulleys and levers and it wants to move. So the movement is like a three times a week to daily thing. Like you want it to be consistent and frequent, even if it's small stuff, mm-hmm. but that gets you, like we said, like that gets your body prepared to do maybe some like more active things in the winter. So like, for instance, snowshoeing or hike or like winter hiking or skiing or snowboarding or ice fishing or snowmobiling and sledding and all that kind of stuff. Like winter can be very fun if you have the right gear and you're bundled up, but yeah, you know, like you can try those different things and that movement can be something that motivates you to try them because you feel confident in your body and you feel capable. Yeah. Yeah. And another kind of great thing is I know a lot of people don't have like serious winters and for those people that don't you can still hike just like Kate said bundle up make sure you have your 10 essentials if it does get chilly because you don't want to be stranded out there in the cold and not be prepared for it bring you know your yak tracks or whatever if you think there's going to be ice like there's ways to do it and go around it without it completely being terrible, you know, like for us in Northern Idaho, 
we can snowshoe. But for people that might live a little more south, you can still hike. And there's so many activities that you can do. You just might have to do a little research or ask around and see what might be good. Yeah, exactly. And like, so for me personally, I, I should have actually said this at the beginning because I am someone who quote unquote hates winter, right? Like I don't anymore, but I did for a very long time. And I grew up as a very young child. I grew up like uh, skiing and then we switched to snowboarding for a while and then it just kind of like fizzled out. So I feel like I lost all of my like winter hobbies and we don't snowmobile or anything like that. And I also, when I was a little kid, I grew up with severe asthma. So like cold air hurts my lungs. And I use that as an excuse for so, so, so many years. And I was like, no, I can't do cross country skiing. No, I can't do snowshoeing because that exertion is like, I won't, I won't be able to breathe right for like five days. Well, now with that reframe, like we're not just saying this as people who like love winter and are telling people who hate winter to completely change your mind. We have changed our mind and that's why yeah. we're really passionate about talking about this. And so like going into this winter, I'm like, okay, I knew how to ski. I knew how to snowboard. Why can't I do that again? And so I've reached out and talked to people who do ski and I'm like, hey, if I come, you know, with you, are you cool with having a beginner again? Like, yeah, I'm okay with being a beginner again because it's been years, <laughs> it's been yeah. like 15 years or something since I've done this stuff. So it's like, it's, it's okay to do things that are outside of your comfort zone. That's what this whole podcast has been about for so many episodes. And, and you can completely like look forward to doing something completely new and finding activities that you may have never done before that you end up loving or may have done before like I have and got out of it and then completely embrace them again and move forward liking winter. Yeah, I mean, you have six full months to like really hone in on yourself and hone in on something that you've been wanting to try or something you've been putting off. Like you have six months to do that. And whether mm -hmm. it's a new sport, joining a club or a new hobby, like anything that is like slightly bettering yourself, this is like such a perfect time to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and like, I'm going to hit this home become excited about being a beginner. Like there's no embarrassment in being an adult and learning to do something new. I think it's so brave of people and like it takes so much courage. And when I see adults that are like, I'm going to go try this new thing. Hopefully I don't like die. Like yeah. I think that's so amazing. So it really is okay to be a beginner at something. It's okay to suck at something that like you have to be a beginner at something to learn Mm -hmm. And, and you should be a forever student. Like, it's just, that's exploring more literally in anything, like learn something new and be okay with sucking at first and falling and getting right back up. Like that's, that's amazing. And like Kate said, she was reaching out to other people. Don't be afraid to do that because most people who love what you're trying to do will be so excited that you want to start it. So yeah. Like people who ski or snowboard. I mean, some people might care, but most people are going to be like, heck yeah, like I will teach you everything I know. Like, please come join me. I would love another person to like share this awesome adventure with. So don't be afraid to reach out to people who are doing stuff that you want to do and be like, hey, can I do this as a beginner? Because I don't know what I'm doing, but I would love to try it. Yeah, exactly. And with a lot of winter stuff, especially you can rent almost mm -hmm. all of the gear like it doesn't have to be some crazy huge investment like people can be a resource of information and then there's there's all the gear that you can rent like and I know that money 
money is like a touchy subject for some and everything. And like everybody's at a different spot financially. And I completely understand that. So if you are someone who like doesn't want to like me personally, even if I did have the money, I don't want to go blow all my money on gear that I might use once and then hate doing the activity. So it's like, yeah. if you're a beginner, go, you know, ask someone like, Hey, is it okay if I tag along, rent some gear, see if you even enjoy it. Yeah. And then go from there. And so there's so many opportunities to really like, start new things, get into new hobbies, like do anything new in the winter. And like Sarah said, like you have six months essentially, depending on where you live. Like I'd say like three to six months, depending mm-hmm. on where you live, which that's so much time. Yeah. That is so much time. Like don't waste it, you know, like figure out what you're curious about and like run head on at that. Yeah. And I know this might be like easier said than done for some people. I know some people have little kids and families and things like that, where it might be hard to like, take so much time to really like look inward but even if it's just a couple hours a week just doing something that gets you out of your comfort zone even if it's like sitting at home and sewing you know like something you've been wanting to do just try it and like we said you have three to six months to start new habits and starting small is the best way to make that happen for the next year Yeah. And the cool thing is like, if you are, if you are a parent or if you're, I don't know, like you have a family or if you're excited about something, they'll, they'll go along with you. And I honestly feel like kids, especially like how freaking fun is it to go play in snow as a child? It's Mm -hmm. amazing. So like, if you have kids be like, Hey, you know, like let's take the kids skiing, like ski lessons, or let's go like tubing or something like go buy a cheap sled in a grocery store for $10 and take the kids and go out and play with them in the snow and like go do stuff, you know, like it's so much fun. And some of my absolute best memories as a kid was doing just that with my, with my parents. Yeah. So yeah, if you have a family, like get on, get on your kids level, like snow and winter sports is like so much fun and like so much playing and enjoyment and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, get out of like your adult brain of overthinking things and get on your kid's level and be like, let's just go play on a mountain in the snow and like go sledding or snowboarding or skiing or whatever and take them with you. And I bet they'll have like the time of their life. And also just like starting a new habit with your child. Like I don't, I don't have children, but I can only imagine like how much fun that would be like seeing how your child learns, them watching how you learn and just like starting something new that could be so beautiful for the rest of your life like yeah I wish like I wish when I was younger my parents like started skiing or snowboarding with me and I could have like grown in to love that with them like as an adult so just like looking into the future I feel like that would be so amazing so if you have kids and you have the opportunity to do that I I'm jealous and I think that would be amazing yeah or it could even be like painting like if you're like an artsy artsy person or something like that like crafts like doing painting or crafts or anything with your kid inside like there's so many there's just so much use your imagination like get on that kid level and be like okay what can I do in winter to have fun Mm -hmm. and involve my kids and learn and be a beginner at something and like the best way to show them how to do all those things is to do it yourself so yeah anything anything it is we're just encouraging you to just get excited about trying out new things and just seeing where they take you because you just never know yep yep and Um, kind of in flowing into our next topic, um, of like just getting out of the house, whether 
you're doing a staycation or a vacation, just exploring like what's around you. I feel like a lot of people aren't like tourists in their own towns or whatever. And I feel like winter is a good time to do that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. just really focus in on things that you can do close to home. You don't have to go to, you know, Mexico or whatever, even though that would be nice. <laughs> but <laughs> just things that you can, you know, see at a new perspective around your home. And it could totally just be like a shop that you maybe never gone in in your hometown or like a visitor center around you. Like I, I'm, I've lived in the town I live in most of my life and there's still things I've never gone and done. So like if you don't have the means to go to like Sarah said, like Mexico for the winter or something like that, explore around your little town, like see what's, see what you may have been missing. That's been right in front of your eyes this whole time. And I think that's a really great way to feel like you're out doing like really cool travel type explorations, but you're not. And I feel like it's really cool to, I don't know, get to know where you live. I think okay. it's, I think it's just really important to do that. So, and I feel like that's a really good way to meet people too, especially if you live in bigger areas. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really great way to, like I said, meet new people and maybe figure out something else that you might like doing. I live in a dinky, dinky little town of like 3000 people in the middle of nowhere. And there's still <laughs> things I've never done. So you can explore anywhere you guys like just, I, I challenge you go explore. Okay. Yep. Promise. It'll yep. be fun if you explore locally too. Um, okay. So the next one and actually the last one that we want to touch on is specifically to chase the flow state. So if you guys don't know what the flow state is, it's like the perfect balance between something that takes focus <clears throat> and effort, but it's not like too much focus or effort to where you're like overexerting yourself or you're, scared to do something or anything like that it's like it's almost like <clears throat> a meditative state of like just being concentrated on something like it's taking your your mental focus to do so <clears throat> those things could be like winter sports it could be yoga it could be creative hobbies like we've said but the big thing about that is it releases endorphins and serotonin and dopamine and norepinephrine and all this stuff and that actually like chemically helps you feel better in the winter so it's not like you don't have to be some crazy adrenaline junkie or anything like that. It can even be even reading. Like it's just anything that takes your focus out of either living in the future or living in the past or worrying or ruminating or anything like that. And like focusing on the current task at hand, that can be such a huge, huge thing to like focus on in the winter. So find anything you can that like produces that flow state for you because it's really, really beneficial, especially just like for your nervous system and for your hormones and like all that kind of stuff. So it's like a boost of happiness if you can find the flow state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's such a good reminder. And this is like we said, such a perfect time to really try to focus on those types of things before winter really hits for a lot of people that live in those types of areas. And just taking if you could take like a little bit of something we said in here I feel like it could change your whole winter perspective and make winter actually a little bit fun and like Kate said earlier something to look forward to and kind of like a rest and relaxation and like renewing yourself for the next year and all the adventures and things that you're hoping to do yeah exactly and like we said earlier too this is coming from two people who 
didn't necessarily love winter <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we've learned to really embrace it so like for me personally last winter was probably the first winter i've actually enjoyed since i was like 10 and yeah. that's because of these things like we're speaking with experience and it's not like we're experts and we're still learning ourselves but we just want to help people because we see it so much like you know that winter dread that sits in and like the seasonal depression and stuff like my heart goes out to people who have that happen because I have I have that happen too yeah. but you you do have control like you don't have control over winter happening but you do have control over how you actually live through your winters so yeah I want this to just feel like super empowering to everybody and hopefully like Sarah said like if you can take one little thing away from it then we've done our job yeah. <laughs> and so yeah hopefully this sparked a little something in you and you can like look forward to this winter a little bit more than you were and hopefully something awesome will come out of it like a new hobby or a new mindset or whatever so yeah well thank you guys so much for tuning in again and um feel free to let us know on our instagram page some things that you're doing or any ideas that you might have because like kate said we're still learning too and anything that might help you through winter we would love to know um but yeah, thanks again. And as always, explore more. Thank you again for tuning into the Explore More podcast. It would mean the world to us if you left a quick review wherever you're listening from. And be sure to share it with someone who you think it might resonate with. To keep up with even more adventures, follow us on Instagram at exploremore.podcast. And always remember wherever life takes you, explore more. <laughs>